0: You're listening to Rock Shop Live, brought to you by Stuart Travel Guitars. See the incredible stowaway travel guitar at StuartGuitars.com. Microphones for Rock Shop Live are provided by Rode Microphones. Now for Music Gear Network, here's your host, guitarist Eric Broadbent. Hey, everyone. Happy Wednesday morning to you all. Good afternoon. And for the people joining us from the UK and other time zones as well, too, you're watching Rock Shop Live. And joining us today as a guest you probably have seen maybe more so than some of your family members. Uh, he's been around. He's been on the stages across the world, uh, a veteran in the rock and roll uh, world, Derek Smalls. Derek, how are you?
1: I'm great, Eric. And uh, I want you to know that this is very special for me because uh, I... Uh, I recently overcame internet addiction and I'm on a very strict limit of 10 minutes a day so I'm stretching it a bit for you.
0: Well that's good and, I, and I'll talk to your people as well later on and say you know it was it's all in good faith it was you know it's all appropriate internet. Oh, don't,
1: use, don't use the word faith with us that's, that leaves a bad odor.
0: Okay. I was yeah. you know I had a question about the, the internet addiction because it must be so strange for you you know coming through you've seen so much technology change and now we can talk to people on our phones and see who we're talking to we've got this Instagram yeah. thing. What's going to be crazy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, There's a song on on my record, uh, Smalls Change, about a bit of that, you know, which is the telephone used to be a miracle that brought people together, and now it's just a pain in the ass in your pants. Uh, It's uh, Butt Call is the name of the tune. And it's just about, you know, technological change is not always cracked up to be. and uh, I don't mean to say butt cracked up to be, but, you know, it's what occurred to me when I just said that.
0: There you go. Well, the technology has changed a lot, too. I can just imagine, you know, back in the day, you are playing some of these double-neck BC-rich basses, and then yeah. and, and now we've got all this computer stuff. I mean, that must just freak you out. Do you use any kind of te- technology on stage as far as, uh, well, I mean, we'll talk some tech about bringing some people in by, via satellite and stuff like that later, yeah. but are yeah. you using anything crazy like that on stage, or is it just analog no, all the way?
1: It's, it's, tra- it's straight ahead, it's, uh, it's a good old bass. Actually, uh, eight basses uh, I use on stage, and, uh, and you know, an amp and a DI, and, you know, Bob's your uncle.
0: I saw a video you did just the other day on YouTube. You're doing a great job on this YouTube thing here. And it was, it was actually pretty cool. I know you're using Schecter basses now. Yes. And they're all exactly the same model, just different colors, because certain songs require a certain color mood.
1: Color feel. Yeah. Color feel. So each song has its own color feel. And, you know, if you, if you don't represent that with this, then... Uh, the audience is, is not getting the full value of the song. I think.
0: I think the one I think that really stood out for me was the. I, I almost said Long Dong Silver, but it's Long John Silver.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, only if you're on the Supreme Court can you use the other one, <laughs> and it's not, it's not the British Supreme Court. We have got one too, you know. Right. Don't don't think you're so special. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Long John Silver, and it's silver. It's a silver base, but it's not made of silver, so you can't you know boil it, melt it down for.
0: So we couldn't trade it in. For, we couldn't make a bracelet out of it or anything like that. No, oh, no
1: coinage. Gotcha. You couldn't, you, know, you couldn't make mint coinage out of it. Is what I'm saying. Certainly,
0: you couldn't. You couldn't. You know, fold it down really thin and wrap a cucumber with it or anything like that. Well,
1: that's aluminum, mate. Right?
0: Oh, there you go. Right, right. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct on that.
1: For the few it, people, it's also a, 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 a courgette, as you call it, a zucchini. There you Cuc- go. If if you think about it, cucumber is. Uh, got the surface it's a bit too warty for the desired effect.
0: <laughs> okay I gotcha for the few people here that may have never seen this the program that you're involved in so years ago there's a little bit of a documentary and you like to call it from I've seen different interviews a little hatchet job they did on I right. knew but tell us about this little project that some of you some people may have seen you went back uh, a few years ago
1: well this uh, director air quotes uh, uh, yeah, air uh, quotes, uh, yeah. inverted commas, we say, is uh, Marty de who'd done adverts as far as I know. But he, he approached us, big fan, big fan of the band, and uh, he wanted to cover our first American tour. And uh, we were, you know, young and uh, maybe stupid, uh, certainly young. And we said, well, sure. And uh, it seems he had an agenda. You know because uh if you saw the film you see us not finding the stage in know certain in a venue in cleveland ohio and i swear to eric on uh on the on the lives of any mathematician you can name 99 percent of the time we found on that tour we found our way to the stage straight away but he didn't show you that of course he? no he didn't um and it, it was like that and I, I i wondered for a while you know uh what the deal was with him uh and whether he and it I, I think i figured it out eventually uh with the help of some therapy which is he was a fan and we hadn't quite made it in 18 years and he thought the way to help us really break through was to turn us into a laughing stock certainly and uh you know i thought about that and i thought about something my, my late dad uh duff smalls once told me a very wise man and he said uh better to be a laughing stock than no stock at all
0: that's a good one i like that i might i might borrow that i'll make sure i credit him
1: he was a very wise man
0: very nice i and i agree with you too that it was a hatchet job on you because another thing that they they pointed out about you uh probably 99.9 percent of the time you were able to get in and out of the cocoon no problem on stage but they Absolutely. had to focus on one the pod, right
1: the pod. yes yes that was and it's like you know he's just picking these things he's picking them and you know you have friends like that you just say hey derek not looking too well today, mate. Hey, Derek, uh, suit doesn't fit. You know, friends like that. That's that's the kind of fan he was.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Wow. You know, so all these interviews I've watched of you talking about the hatchet job, I never really, really got the whole story. But so now I really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you know where he is
0: now. Exactly. So are where are up there now, file That's right. That's right. So you're hitting the road, uh, right? Actually, quite quite soon here, and there's uh, several stops in the West Coast, including one here in Canada. And a question for you: I'm curious to see how uh, Canada receives Derek Smalls. How, because I'm here in Canada, of course. And maybe back in the day of tap, did some tourists uh, around the area? How uh, how did, how, we,
1: did a, we did a one day tour of Canada?
0: Okay, a uh, one day.
1: <laughs> yes, Canada Day. Yep, it was. I think they named it in our honor. It was Canada Day, and it was, uh, we were in, played St. John's Newfoundland up. at 11 a.m., nice. we played an a outdoor facility outside Toronto at 3 p.m., and we played Vancouver at midnight, and it was all one day, thanks to the good people at Molson, which I hear is a brew.
0: Yes, yes, it's, a, yeah. it's not a bad brand.
1: Yeah, so it was it was Canada Day for us. It was one day. It was a one day world tour, a Canada tour.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely crazy. Well, that's fantastic. It's good to see that you're received here. I know a lot of my friends here in Canada are tap friends or fans, and of course, of you as well too but let's talk about that tour now so you're going to be hitting the road and uh, you have some fantastic musicians and some of them are actually even being brought in I'm kind of worried I, I heard you say that you beam them in it's not like Star Trek right because I think there, there could be some things that could happen if you beam in Steve Vai and he doesn't make it 100% you get like half a Steve Vai but tell us about this tour
1: no it's it's uh, it's called Luke Live. Alive uh, we, we premiered it uh, a little while ago in New Orleans with the Louisiana Philharmonic and it's a uh, Symphony Orchestra, of course, because uh, when you get to be a rocker of a certain age, if you're not playing with a symphony, you know, you stay home. Um, And we've also got uh, some, uh, uh, my own band, and uh, then some guest artists of of great renown. um, Many of them joining live via satellites, because they've, of course, if you're a Steve Vai, you've got other things to do during the day, but you set aside the time for us at night. And it's uh, Steve Vai, um in uh, in Los Angeles. I know we've got Steve Lukather live on stage. We've got some other uh Dweezil Zappa is joining us, I think, live on satellite and Donald Fagan live by satellite and the Snarky Poppy Horns live by satellite. So it's uh, it's satellites working hard.
0: I guess so. So I was worried because you know, I've I've figured that you're embracing technology and you're beaming in people. I was worried like it was like a Star Trek thing and I was just worried for it's, the guests.
1: It's not it's not really we're not beaming their bodies in. <laughs> We're just beaming their image and their the playing or singing, you know. There you so go. their their bodies remain with them at all times. That's we, good. That, you know, the insurance company insisted on that.
0: Yeah, I can see there'd be some liabilities. Yeah, that'd be a little a little yeah. costly.
1: Oh, you 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 left his left leg where? Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't want that.
0: Well, your pal Dweezil just played, I was going to say, London, but not your London, but London, Ontario, just, which is like 45 minutes from me. I happened to miss his show the other night. I had a pass from him about 20 minutes before the show. He says he wanted a guest list. I'm like, oh, no, I can't make it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what he's doing with you. That's he's great.
1: great. He's great. He plays on a song called MRI. The, uh, the show is built around the songs from the record, uh, which is uh, called Smalls Change. Me- uh, uh, what is this? it's it's the other side of this, but anyway, it's uh, Meditations Upon Aging, is the subtitle, and it's, um, it all came about because I was in, with a friend in Albania, uh, Eddie Dregs, I don't know if you've heard of him, he's got a a a near death metal band called Chainsaw Vermin, (laughs) and I was hanging out with him, and uh, getting a bit, you know, impatient to get back on the stage, get, you know, just get back, get back in the harness, not the literal harness, I sold that, <laughs> um, and uh, this. Uh, I saw an advert, a little advert, for this thing called the British Fund for Aging Rockers, which I, I believe what they do, is they take the money left over from austerity and give it to Aging Rockers, hence the name. Okay. And I applied, and they said, what's your idea? And I said, my idea is you give me money and I make an album, mate. <laughs> And they said, "Great." And I guess that was a good enough idea. So th- this all came from that. And then they said, "What? What are you actually going to do on the record?" And I thought, you know, they say, I think my dad told me this. They say, "Write about what you know." And I thought, what? What do I know? I know I'm getting older. Sure. Because I'm not dead yet, so I must be getting older. Mm-hmm. So. uh I thought well, I'll write about that. So the, the songs are all about different aspects, the gains and the losses and you know the ups and the downs and the sideways of getting older. And, and the song that Dweezel plays in, Getting Back to Dweezel, is called MRI. Because I don't know if you've had one yet, Eric, but uh, uh, at a certain point the doctor starts looking at you and saying, you're going to have to have an MRI, mate. He may not call you mate, but he'll say that. And uh, then you get into this stifling little tube. Almost like a pod, time. again. Oh, well, yes, but it's horizontal. Mm-hmm. It's And I, I did it. I had one of those. And it was, you know, it starts out frightening and all that. And the song does, too. And then all of a sudden, halfway through, I had a uh, what are the, uh, epif- epip- epiphany. 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 And uh, it, it was... Derek, as I call myself Derek Mm -hmm. Derek, I'm in the tube I'm saying this to myself they're banging your head for you and that's you know what the songs about.
0: There you go. Well, I made a couple of notes about some song titles too, because you know I, I've seen that hatchet job film that they made on you, and one of the things I liked. I'm I'm a big fan of Nigel. I'm a guitar player. I happen to love you because you know just because you're you. Um, but I love uh, Nigel's songwriting, and he comes up with some witty titles like you know I Lick my love pump in D minor, very you know very sad key. And I'm just wondering it's like of all keys. it is, isn't it? It just makes you weep yeah. when you hear it. But yeah. I, some of these Which song titles... Weak
1: when I hear you say it, it's name.
0: I know. And a matter of fact, I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it. I should have... Yeah. Di- I should, let's not even talk about it. Let's, let's just... Okay. Let's, we're not going to even go on that song title anymore. I'm going to be upset. That's I don't want to cry on camera. But you've got these that. song titles like Hell to Pay, Gum on the yes. Gash, Butt Call, She Puts the Bitch in Obituary. I bet you some of these titles, not only would they impress Nigel, but where does the, where does the thought process come from this and tell us about creating these masterpieces?
1: Well as I say I was uh, you know like she pushed the bitch it's uh, as you go through life uh, if you're like me you accumulate wives and girlfriends sort of as uh, you know almost like a collector you know Mm -hmm. almost like a record collector you know as CDs or vinyl uh, I had girlfriends and wives and some of them were brilliant you know not in that uh, Oxford uh, quantum way but you know just that. Blimey the sheets on Fireway. But but some of them, you know, just get their hooks into you, and make a mess of what's inside, and uh, that's what happens as time goes along, as you may know. And so the song was about a, a woman like that who, you know, she'll she'll put the bitch in a all right. And uh, I mentioned MRI. Gum and the Gash is uh, it's an ode to. Well, it's, it's about what's what's gained and what's lost as the years themselves grow older. And it's about the, it's an ode to the joyous meeting of two toothless orifices.
0: Okay. Oh, Jesus.
1: So, okay. I kind
0: not, of figured that. I didn't want to go there, but you did. So we'll go with that. I did. You and,
1: did. And uh, uh, butt call is obvious. It's that pest in your, in your trousers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like that. Uh and I don't, and there's also a song called Small's Change, which is the title of the record, which is about my change from being in a band to suddenly looking around and going, Well now there's just me in it. So uh it's a it's a very it's a a, a powerless ballad, I'd say, uh about that. And uh then there's some others.
0: Now, obviously, the the, the cover, is, it's got your face on the cover. It's nothing like uh, Small the Glove, nothing provocative that way. But do you have any problems with, you know, some of these song titles? Uh, Kmart having any objections or the Walmarts of the world or any places like that? You
1: know, I don't think they sell records anymore.
0: That's nah, true, right? It's even hard to find CDs anymore, isn't
1: think, it? I don't think they're Kmarts
0: anymore. That's right. That's right. I know, yeah, we Kmart closed all across Canada here. I don't think there's see, anything. See,
1: so Rock and Roll won out, won that war.
0: Yeah it did that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole new world now it really yeah. is so here's a question for you a world without, a world without Kmart I know I know and what will it ever be we're going to lose all these stores all thanks to the that's internet that, see
1: that sounds like a Kenny Logans tune doesn't it, it a does. world without yeah. Kmart. that's yeah. right
0: doesn't yeah. sound like a small small song it
1: no. No, None mean, whatsoever. No,
0: no, no no so over it's the years deep. You've had this, uh, I mean, you've intimidated men, women, everywhere in between, you know, with your rock persona. You know, you've had all these extra little tricks that you do for the intimidation, just owning the gig, being there, looking like the part, owning it every single time. But I I met you briefly in passing at NAMM, and you were kind of uh, running back and forth between different booths. And you did a nice appearance uh, at the Ampeg, uh, Yamaha Guitar Group uh, uh, booth. And they had a massive 11-foot-tall beast. And I'm just wondering, for the first time ever in your life, were you intimidated by it?
1: Oh, you mean that great great uh, hulking amp? Yes. Uh, yes. I wouldn't say I was intimidated. I would say I was emboldened.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. It was like, you know, here's, here's 2,000 more watts, mate. Do it, something with it. There you, you know? go. It's, it's like if somebody, I don't want to talk about, you know, we're in, I'm not in America, you're not in America, we shouldn't even be talking about guns, so I won't. But if somebody just hands you, let's say, you know, a giant bow and arrow and says, you know, there's that uh, deer over there, now you can shoot it and the thing will go twice as fast. It would be like that. I don't know anything about deer hunting, so maybe I've I've got that wrong.
0: (laughs) But you owned it. You rocked it. That was a great performance. Fans were loving you.
1: Yeah, it was it was great to to to, you know. It's you know where you feel that you know it's it's not up here. Let's put it that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. You feel it it's a kick in the pants. It's like,
1: it, let's let's be honest. It's like you got a third ball.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You feel it for sure. Here's something talk, I want to talk tattoos for a moment. I have uh, I don't have piercings in my ears, and I don't have a tattoo. I've never gotten a tattoo, and probably for good reason because the story I'm going to talk about here in a second. I'll just uh, set it up, and you can tell us about it many years ago, you know, Spinal Tap kind of took some breaks and they've never really broke up. You just kind of just kind of dissolve uh, probably mm-hmm. in some of that lukewarm water. Uh, but mm-hmm. you got a, went to a Christian band and got a Jesus fish tattoo. Cool. I think that's a great idea. But um, where did that go wrong for you? Because uh, something happened after that.
1: Well, I joined Lamb's Blood and we had actually a, a, a top 25 Christian chart hit with a whole lot of Lord. Uh, and... Got this, you know, they said they, they knew I was from tap and they were a bit suspicious that I was, you know, not really a believer And so I got the fish tattoo just uh, Just to you know fit in just to make the lads think that I was one of them I mean I was one of me, but I the, the think that I was one of them And then I get the call from tap that they've got the break like the wind tour in uh, 92 and uh, You know they lure me back and I'm and, and Dave I think it was Dave said Bloody hell! What's that? Pointing to the tat, and said, so, "Oh, it's uh, it'll be fixed promptly." Uh, and I went to a, a a tat artist that afternoon and said, "Just do, I don't know, do a devil with his mouth wide open as if he's eaten a fish." <laughs> and so that's what he did. So that's what I had for a long time. And then I just went you know, sawed off all of it. So I had it. I had it. It wasn't shaved off. It was lasered off. laser of it was lasered off. All off. Because I thought, you know, if I join another, which I did for a while, uh, it's just going to, there's not going to be any room left for the arm. You know, I'm yeah. just going to have tattoo, dealing with tattoo, dealing with tattoo, dealing with tattoo. And it's like, it it, it takes over soon. It takes over your body.
0: Yeah, I mean, and if you if you went into one of these, like, like, as you said, a near-death metal band or something like that, I mean, the only thing logical thing I could have thought of is maybe uh, a shark eating Satan, eating the fish, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. or maybe just a... Uh, What's the thing that when they they're measuring your your, your heart?
0: Oh, like an EKG kind of thing? Like yeah, a,
1: yeah. It's like they, they, you know have an EK EKG, uh, 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 you know, connected up to the devil and and electrocuting
0: him. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting for sure.
1: So, I, I just didn't want to go
0: there. I got you. No, you did the right thing by lasering it off. Let's, yeah. talk, let's talk mustache. Okay, some people, yeah. you know, you have long hair, you're a superman, you have a mustache. Does a mustache possess any superpowers and have you ever shaved it off and what was the re- results from that?
1: No, I've never, uh, you know, since I started growing it, which, which I guess was uh, right when uh, I was in uh, London School of Design, uh, I, I didn't have really a lot of design uh, talent, but I like the initials of the school. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I've had it ever since. It's a, it's a babe magnet. I, we don't say I, that. We don't say that anymore. We're not supposed to. But it's a, ba- it's a babe magnet, as you know, I'm yeah, sure.
0: I, I am aware of that because I've, I've parted yeah. with mine a couple times. I have it back usually by three o'clock the next day. But yeah. thanks to the, my genes from my father. Uh, uh, actually, was your dad? Was he a hairy man as well too?
1: Duff was, uh, no, because his business was uh, going into people's homes. Okay. Uh, and so he had to be clean shaven, you know, because otherwise the the housewives of the 1950s would have slammed the door in his face. <laughs> he was a, a phone sanitizer, and he'd come around every week with his little kit, you know, spray it on the handset and wipe it off, and you're good to go for another week. But people in uh, Britain were very concerned about you know when they started getting telephones after the war it looks a bit unsanitary to me they would say and that's how his business started up so to be able to get into people's homes i mean you may this is uh, uh probably long before you came along but you know there used to be encyclopedia salesmen
0: oh i remember so, those i was born in the 60s
1: yeah okay none of them had this none of them had facial hair either right they had to get the foot in the door you that's know? right you don't get you don't get the foot in the door with this on your moor.
0: You know, like, very true. And if you if you weren't doing rock and roll, I mean, I could think of a couple things that you could be doing. One, you could be following in your dad's footsteps because now with all these mobile phones, it's hard to even find people having a, a regular phone anymore. But people are taking the phones to the bathroom. They're watching, oh, I know. It's you know? the
1: germiest thing in the world. And I just think, if if my dad Def, Duff were around today, this is what kind of person he was. He would have come up with a uh, an app that you could use to sanitize your your cell phone, a self-sanitizing phone, and he'd be, you know, as rich as, as as Bill Gates.
0: That's right. Sell it for 99 cents even. I bet you'd make millions of dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah, you basically push it's the button.
1: More in Canada.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, actually, our doll, our, yeah, it'd have to be a lot more in Canada. Our dollar is very poor amongst the, uh, the dollars of, of other countries, for sure. That's what I've heard. For but, sure. I mean,
1: so... Yeah, it's right now, this is like, you know, pretend I have a phone in my hand. It's the germiest thing you can be touching. It is, I know. It's it's germier than a a toilet seat, mate. Think of it. And you wouldn't hold your toilet seat up to your ear and mouth. No, no. I mean, some people would, but you wouldn't.
0: All these touch screens. I mean, everything is a touch screen world. There's been studies at McDonald's. They've studied McDonald's restaurants, and there's, you know, matter on the the screen that we don't care to talk about, but a lot of germs as well, too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. If, I tried, I, you know, maybe the business to go into is very lightweight gloves.
0: There you go. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, but not, not like the latex gloves the doctors wear because that would make people nervous. When yeah. That snap. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just featherweight gloves. So, you, you know, when you go about touching things, it's not really you that's touching. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I've always admired your voice, too, and maybe sometime down the road when things slow down, rock and roll, you know, I know you're never going to retire. And, you know, as musicians, we play until we die, but you might even consider doing some voice acting sometime. And you might be pretty good at it.
1: Well, I don't know, but as I, my slogan is rock till you sit.
0: There you go. But just keep that in mind, just in case, you know, and if you, and if you, if you ever get into it, you say that Canadian guy with a mustache, he gave me the idea. awesome so a question for you here i get this and this is really funny this is kind of what brought this all together i showed you the video with uh are you familiar with ian thornley here in canada no okay you got to look him up later he's one of the world's greatest guitar players Uh, and (laughs) ian thornley he's from a a band called big wreck and he's well respected by a lot of uh, famous musicians and he's kind of an underground guy either you know him or you don't but when you do check him out i don't don't. yeah check him out i'll send you a link to him anyways he was on the show
1: yes okay yeah, yeah he was on the ahead. show
0: and he gave me the Derek Smalls reference right he said dude you look like Derek Smalls and stop the show we had kind of like a train tra- train coming off the tracks so it's so funny and I get this comment all the time people think they're actually slamming me they're, they're you know they're attacking me ha! you look like Derek Smalls little do they realize I love it what can you say out there to the wankers that say I suck because I look like Derek Smalls you're wankers man so, a few words that is yeah. that's fantastic that is absolutely fantastic we are no,
1: don't, don't be a wanker
0: all right there you go
1: don't don't be a wanker that's that's I, i'll change it to that
0: okay don't be a wanker there you go so i'm going to make sure i, I okay,
1: don't take that literally
0: <laughs> i got you i because sometimes yeah. you want to be one
1: Sometimes you need to be aware. That's
0: right. That's yeah. right. Yep. Some, sometimes a few times a day. We're going to enter the speed round of the questions here. These are going to be some really short answers because I value your time greatly. I know you have other interviews to do, and we're about four four or five minutes away from end of the show. And I have these written down, and they're speed round, so they're very okay. easy to answer.
1: I good because I have my answers written
0: down. Awesome. That's good. You're, you're psychic, and you remember these. I didn't even send them to you, but you got them. That's no, good. No, no. Do Number one, do you still listen to what the flower people say?
1: No. Awesome. No, because the flower people have gone to seed there you go all right they're now the seed, They're then the seed people
0: excellent answer what's more likely to impress the ladies a a cucumber a zucchini and the trousers or B fake hundred dollar bills in your wallet
1: I'd say a because most uh, women I know can spot a counterfeit a mile away there you go. Okay. It must, it, it's, I don't know what it is. It's the mums. the mums raised them that way. I <laughs> wish I, I wish it wasn't true, but yeah, I flashed a, a, a counterfeit a time or two. It? Oh, what's that? What's that, Derek? That doesn't look like a real one. That's not his picture on it. His picture isn't on a bill, is it? Yeah. That's kind of
0: the... Yeah. I guess if you bring out a hundred dollar bill, it's got Nigel Tufnell on it or something like that. It's pretty easy to spot a fake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I don't think Nigel's ever going to be on a bill. I uh, no. He might be sent a few bills.
1: He'd be, he'd be received in, in receipt of a few bills. There you go.
0: Know. Question number three: Gassy drummers. Yeah. Gassy drummers. Tips to avoid sponta- spontaneous combustion. Are we looking at uh, maybe diet, whole food, plant based, keto? Any suggestions to uh, avoid?
1: You know, uh, here's what I realized uh, when I had uh, drummers playing on. I had great drummers: Taylor Hawkins, Chad Smith, uh, Greg Bischnet, uh, uh, Jim Keltner playing my record, and all of them, I you know, rang them up the next day to say. Uh, how are you doing, mate? Never felt better. And I thought about that. I thought, you know, I know a little bit about the supreme evil one. I thought he's a bit hung up on the number three. Six, six, six is just a bunch of threes, after all. Yep. We were three in Spinal sap It was basically David, Nigel, and me. The other people were, uh, you know, interfering with the three. There now you. I'm one. He doesn't care. Satan doesn't care. Curse is over. So the main thing I would say is avoid the number three. So
0: Good one, man. Bloody, we- bloody sake. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the end of the speed round, but that's fantastic. There's always takeaways from every show I do. I try to find something valuable to take away. And all this knowledge that you've shared, I think honestly, my takeaway is avoid the number three. Avoid the number three. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh,
1: in in your band. Yes. You can you can use it, you know, when you're paying people.
0: Okay. All right. So if I, I if I count to three today, I don't have to skip it. I can go one, two, three, four, five if I can get that high.
1: That's If you can get that high, you don't need to count.
0: Okay, then there you go. fantastic. No, how about when I tell the band guys, okay, ready on one, two. Uh, yeah, I can, I yeah. Guess, okay.
1: well, normally one, two, mm, mm, is what we do. Okay. Yeah, just to, just to be on the safe side.
0: Perfect. They I can think-
1: figure out, you know, it's like we give them the first two, and then it's like if you're not smart enough to figure out what's left after that, get out of the band that's
0: right you know? yeah yeah I think that's ba- basic skills for being in the band you have to believe at least it'll do that yeah for sure uh, before we wrap up here one last question I saw a really cool video you did uh, You shared it on your YouTube uh, yesterday and you're giving up uh, Nigel a bit of a ring on the telly there and uh, first I think maybe he didn't recognize you it's been a while since you talked to him but uh, and I know he's working with the calfing season and all these uh, miniature goats he does but he's
1: do you think miniature goats, yeah he's he's just he's gone all, way off the deep end he's de-raised uh, was breeding miniature horses for a while, mm-hmm. and couldn't find jockeys small enough to ride them, so he switched over to goats. Um, it's just, you know, guitarists. What can you say? I yeah. mean, you one so you can say, but what can <laughs> I say? I can't say.
0: Do you think you'll ever? Do you think you guys and, and David? Do you think you'll get together for any benefits? Uh, is there any talk of that in the future? You-, you know,
1: I, I hate to keep referring to my dad, but he's the wisest person I've ever known, and he said to me, Derek, don't. Never say never again, again.
0: Never say never again, again. Okay, okay, I got gotcha.
1: you. You know that could be a song. It really. could. Never say never again, again.
0: I like it. I really, yeah. really like it. I do. Yeah. Listen, we are right on the 1130 mark our time, which would be uh, 430, I guess, your time. I want to thank you graciously for your very valuable time. Thank you for the years of Spinal Tap and Derek Smalls. We look forward to seeing you on tour. We've been sharing all of your links today to your website, uh, to uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. People can check all that goodies out. Purchase the album. Awesome. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you, Eric. All right. We will see you. And I apologize everyone. We didn't get a chance to say hi to you in the chat today. We're just have very limited time. But if you're like, jumping in at the very end here, go back and watch us. It'll be available for replay. Derek, we'll see you very, very soon. And until next time, Good. cheers.